You're listening to Swipe East, Swipe West, where we dive into the dating differences from coast to coast. I'm your host, Ashley Davis. Hello, hello, and welcome to Swipe East, Swipe West. I'm your host, Ashley, and thank you all for joining me this week. Uh, This is my first time venturing into the audio world, and I'm so excited to have you all on this journey with me. Before we get into all the amazing content that we have in store, I wanted to give you a little bit of history on myself and this podcast. So I grew up in the East Coast um, in Connecticut and then migrated over to the Philadelphia area after college. So really spent all my time on the East Coast pretty much my entire life. I was used to all the guys there, to the people there, all the seasons. And then around a year and a half ago, um, a few months before the pandemic really took hold, I had the opportunity through my company to move to the LA area, which I immediately jumped on. I was starting to get sick of Philadelphia. Um, I really enjoyed living there for those six years that I was there, but the city just started to feel a little bit small to me, which is something we'll definitely dive into during the season. I started running into a lot of the same people all the time. I was sick of the cold weather and just really wanted, you know, a change of pace. So I wanted the sunshine in a bigger city, New York, which is our neighbor, just didn't appeal to me because it was so close and similar with that East Coast vibe. So I packed up all my stuff and moved 3,000 miles away to start my journey into LA. And While I only had a few months um, to venture into the real LA world before everything shut down, um, I got enough of a taste to really experience a full-on culture shock, to be honest, which I wasn't really expecting because I had been to LA a couple times um, through visiting friends and going on some road trips on a work trip with my dad when I was younger. So I was familiar with the area already. I'd gone out here. I had met some people here, but I didn't realize how drastically different living here would be um, just with the size of the city, the aspect of driving, the cost of going out, the cost of living. And I think a huge thing for me that I was not anticipating was how different dating would be and the guys here and um, even just the people in general. So after a few months of navigating a bit of that, especially with the dating app culture and having everything shut down with the pandemic, um, I started talking to a lot of my friends that I had made here who some of them are from California, but a lot of them are from the East Coast and the Midwest and found that a lot of them were experiencing a lot of the same culture shock and differences that I was just in how the guys were a lot different here and the whole dating culture was a lot different here. So I thought, why not make a podcast about it and uh, educate people and see if others have similar experiences or honestly, even maybe very different ones and disagree with me. Um, Always open to hearing feedback and other perspectives. So that's basically a little bit about me and this podcast and where it came from and why I wanted to start it. So Each week, I'll have different guests, um, either from the East or West Coast or both, and we'll have a different topic of discussion ranging from uh, just the guys in general, distance, dating apps, meeting in real life, 
uh, catfishing, a variety of topics. I would also love suggestions if there's a topic you want to hear about. You can find us on Instagram at Swipe East, Swipe West, and just talk about the comparisons of the East and West Coast. Um, this season, we're going to really focus in on the LA and Philadelphia area, maybe have some guests in other areas um, if needed, but just lay the groundwork on those two cities since those are what I'm the most familiar with at this time. And then hopefully in the future, um, we'll expand and look at other comparisons um, because I've known even since living here, there's even some major differences between LA and San Francisco, for example, and, and that culture there as well. So really looking forward to sharing all this information with you and having this dialogue. My hope is that this will be a combination of educational and entertaining uh, because we'll share some insights and some funny slash cringy stories along the way. Um, and I guess just a quick update on me. I am very single. Um, this is not me trying to get a date, uh, but I'm going to be updating each week if anything changes. I mean, it's a little bit hard to date right now anyways, just because of COVID. I'm certainly perusing the dating apps, but um, yeah, if there's any updates, I'll let you know. And to start off the season, um, in this first episode, we're going to just be laying the groundwork on the main differences between the guys in the different cities. And the episode is titled Philly Johns vs. LAE Boys because a Philly John, uh, John is slang for just, you know, like a person object thing. Um, it's used a lot in Philly, and uh, I was having a hard time, to be honest, thinking of a word to describe LA guys, but e-boys seemed fitting since a lot of them are very into themselves and their image um, and Instagram culture, which is another topic we'll talk about this season. So just thought that was very fitting um, just to lay the groundwork for the main differences in how they are and how they act. And today, to kick off our first episode, we have two special guests residing on both the East and West Coast. So we have Allie Bernstein and Alexa Zachary. So thank you both for joining us. Yo, yo. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, of course. So Allie, maybe you can kick it off and introduce yourself and how we know each other. And I know you and um, Alexa know each other as well. So maybe how you guys know each other too. So Alexa and I go way back. We know each other from going to dermatology conference trips uh, that our parents attended. So we kind of like seen each other once a year since we were maybe 10 or younger. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Ashley, you and I met through our mutual friend, Jess. So Ashley and I were hanging out in Philly together, which is where I've lived for a really long time, almost my whole life. And Alexa has visited me in Philly and, you know, I've visited her in L.A., so somehow, you know, like all of our friends have started to meet up and that's how you guys met. And I'm really happy that we're all friends and we're doing that. Yeah. And hello, I'm Alexa. I grew up on the West Coast. I was in the Bay Area growing up. I've also been down in Orange County. I recently have been in LA for a few years, which has been super fun. A lot of great stories and shenanigans there. And I also went to school in New York, though. So that was a very different experience as well. Yeah, I feel like you have the biggest spectrum. You're like all down the coast. Right. You've been to Philly, lived in New York. Yeah, no, there's definitely some differences between all of them too. So I'm happy to be get to go on and talk about it. Yeah. So why don't we start with, you know, the LA Orange County area? So Alexa, I know, you know, you're you're here now in Orange County, so mm -hmm. you have that perspective. So what do you think of the guys out here? 
Well, I think there's a little bit of a difference between Orange County and like up in LA. And I think in LA, it's pretty diverse. You know, people come in from all over the place. It's sort of rare to meet people who are sort of born and raised there. And so that's pretty cool for the guys. You, you'll meet people from all over the place. I'd say down in Orange County, it's uh, definitely more conservative too. So that's like, you know, very different than liberal LA. And I think most of the people that I've met have been over some of those apps, like, you know, on Bumble or there's like Hinge and things like that. But yeah, I, I feel like there's a lot of different guys to meet, but also it's kind of hard to meet up with them because it's so spread out. I mean, you have to drive everywhere. There's tons of traffic and whatnot. So it kind of limits, you know, your bubble of people that you're meeting. I think you kind of like find the place that you want to be in LA and, and that kind of determines what sort of men or guys that you're going to be meeting as you're there. So I know we actually have a full episode devoted to that actually next week because distance definitely plays a huge role in dating in LA and Orange County, especially with the driving and locations. It's I feel like even different, you know, you lived in New York, you go in New York, yeah. there's like the subway and you, at least you can you know kill two birds with one stone on the subway and multitask or talk to people. Whereas in LA and Orange County, you're sitting in traffic and people value their time and they just don't want to do that. You know, and I also think that in LA, you're kind of driving in your own cars a lot of the time, and there's a lot of traveling and whatnot that you do on your own. And because it is so spread out, you know, it's hard to meet people, you know, especially for casual, more hookup situations and things like that. Like you don't maybe see that as much in a larger area. Yeah, I was actually just going to say, I feel like for me personally, that is one of the biggest differences I've seen since living in mm -hmm. LA is I feel like Philly was definitely a much younger hookup culture like people definitely date there but coming to LA I, I kind of thought it would be similar but you know there's definitely your f boys <laughs> that you know they're that's yep. what they're looking for but <laughs> convenience is definitely the factor so like had been out and there have been guys talking to me and as soon as they realize I'm more than a 10 minute drive away I'm dismissed I think one guy actually was going so far as to be next to me at the bar buying me a drink and walked away before he even paid because he found out that I lived in Long Beach and he was in like West Hollywood or something. So oh my God. that's definitely happened. But I found much to my surprise, it's much more of a relationship culture. And that was really shocking to me coming here because I didn't expect that. And I think to your point, like it is like a very lonely, like isolating city because you are in your car mm -hmm. and people don't want to sit in traffic and no one wants to venture outside their area because you're sitting for two hours going somewhere that should take 20 minutes and people want to cling on to someone just so that they have that person is what yeah. I found and that was a culture shock for me honestly being a single person in my late 20s yeah and also I mean just the idea of like when you are going out you know you have to think about oh are we drinking tonight like that means that I have to pay for like an uber and how far is this place and I'm driving that I can't drink as much. And there's just like so many factors with how much you're spending and how far things are from each other. And I think that really does go into like, you know, dating or hooking up as well as like, is it convenient or not, which I don't think is the case necessarily, you know, maybe on the East Coast, because you can walk and there's public transportation, it's a little easier. Definitely in Philly, it's a lot easier to meet up with people like Philly is mm -hmm. such a walkable city. And I don't never had a car living in Philly. So the driving for an hour to get somewhere is definitely foreign to me. You can walk most people. I can walk to different parts of the city. It's definitely not like New York where there's great public transportation, but things are far apart. 
Philly, it's mostly like you walk or Uber to get somewhere. And if you know, the equivalent, I guess, to like, oh, that person lives in Long Beach, and I live in LA, it would be like, oh, I live in Center City, Philadelphia. And the person I want to hook up with or date is in Maniung. Like that's way too far, which is maybe a 15 or 10 minute drive. Yeah, with no traffic. So <laughs> That's the difference. And I've done that too, but I made them come to me. You're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) The standards are different. It's really true. But yeah, I feel like that is interesting. Like Philly is like pretty young city. There's a lot of universities. There's grad school. So I feel like that scene adds to that. But I guess in terms of hooking up versus dating, it definitely is easier to meet someone at a bar and then go home with them because they're going to be pretty close to where you are most likely. But I feel like you can find both. It's just depending on what you're looking for. I feel like in Philly too, it's a lot easier for me to make guy friends there. I feel like I have a lot of more male friends from Philly than I do in LA. Like I, and I've made guy friends in LA, but to be honest, like most of them are my friends' boyfriends. They're not looking mm-hmm. for anything from me. Whereas in Philly, like I'd be able to go out or like meet guys and truly be friends with them. A lot of them I still talk to even having moved to LA. Whereas in LA, if you don't want to date them or go home with them, they really have no interest in you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you agree with me, Alexa. <laughs> so I'm not alone in that. I do. <laughs> no, it's it's really sad actually. Cause sometimes like I'm just trying to, you know, meet some great people, have good conversations, find people that have the same interests. And and I, I do feel like uh, especially in LA, they always assume that I'm making a move on them or I have something to offer. And if I don't, they're not interested anymore. And, and it's, it's really sad because sometimes you just want to connect with people and you want to just meet new friends that could potentially be something later, but it doesn't have to be. I was going to say it to you, Allie, too. Um, Philly, I think that, yeah, it, it's sort of a college town, at least like where we were. It, it felt very young, but also like very down to earth. And I, I, I love the guys in Philly personally. Like I think they're Yay. really just sweet. They're not pretentious or anything like that. Like they're like what you see is what you get and you kind of know who they are right away. And that's that's really like comforting and reassuring. So I, I love it. I, I have a lot of guy friends, I feel like when I went to Philly. So <laughs> It's great. It's so easy there to meet people. And that's really fun. It definitely can be really easy to meet people in Philly because it is, you know, it's a big city that feels small and there's different neighborhoods. Um, I feel like it's slightly different having grown up in the area. Like what I've noticed is that it kind of feels like people have their friends and they have their friend group and it doesn't necessarily, like they don't necessarily want to make new friends all the time Uh or go out and, you know, meet people a ton. So it's cool, like from an outside perspective to hear you know, that you think people in Philly are really friendly. Like, they are definitely like, I've definitely like met people on the street that I've, you know, gone out with to a bar randomly the next day, or, you know, just like random stuff like that happens all the time. I think that's so fun. I, I feel like I don't know, Ashley, if you've noticed this too on the West Coast too, especially in LA, but I feel like, you know, it's it's a film town, right? It's an yeah. entertainment industry town, like there's tons of going on. And I think because of that, there's like this pressure to always kind of be networking or like, you know, making moves or trying to find people who could help you or or get you a leg up somehow. And I, I feel like even with guys there, it's like, I don't know if they're they're like, Oh, you work at like the studio or like that, you know, you're a director or whatever, like that kind of feeds into if they're interested or not. And it's, it shouldn't matter as much, but I do think like the job you have is one of the first questions they ask and they're, they're like interested in you or not based on like what you do. 
and, and how successful you are at that. And obviously, you know, that's a broad stroke. Not everybody's like that, but I do feel like in LA, there's just this pressure to always be on and always kind of be impressive uh, instead of just getting that's to know somebody. Yeah, I agree you know. with, with you, Alexa. Like I said, I'm not from Philly. I'm from Connecticut. So I moved to that city. I had some friends like from college, but I would go out, same as you, Allie, and meet guys and girls. And I've made friends relatively easy. And I thought moving here would be the same. And I found that I would meet people out, girls and guys. And, you know, they'd say they'd want to be my friend. It was the same, you know, as you said, Alexa, it was almost like they wanted to see what I could offer them. And if they realized I didn't have anything to offer Mm -hmm. them, it didn't matter. Or even from like the male perspective, if they were interested in me, it was like they always were trying to show me what they could offer me. Like I can get you these tickets or I can do this for you and I can do this yeah. for you. And like, I'm not that kind of person. Like I feel like a lot of people in LA are. So like when that didn't interest me, I feel like mm-hmm. they would lose their mind. <laughs> it was like kind of like yeah. interesting to watch <laughs> because they would just like freak out. And I'm like, I don't care just because you get me this ticket doesn't mean like I'm like going home with you. And it's like crazy because yeah. from the outsider perspective, you hear all these stories, like industry stories of things that people do or expect you to do. Like, I'm not enacting, but I like almost feel like I secondhand like good experience seeing what people would expect from you. And right. Yeah. <laughs> Just being there and you're like, oh, again, like it's not everyone. I do have like some guy friends that aren't like that and that, you know, are normal. And But I feel like for the most part, like that's been my overall experience being here. Yeah. And, so and I, I, you know, I think also it, it would be cool to get the male's perspective because like I think for women too, like there is this expectation of presenting or like any kind of act of love or whatever it is, right, to the opposite sex or, or whoever you're trying to date. Like that is on display for people. And I feel like maybe that's not so much the case in in Philly. It's like, you know, it's just for that other person maybe, or it's like, I don't know, it's not as like broadcast, but I feel like in LA, there's this pressure to be like, oh, look how much I'm doing for this person. And I have to tell everybody about it. And like, I have to be impressive and do these big showy things as opposed to just, you know, telling the person you care about them. There definitely isn't as much of an emphasis on like status in Mm -hmm. Philly. I definitely have experienced some of that stuff when I visited New York or if people from New York visit me with friends, Mm -hmm. sometimes I get a little bit of that and also a little bit of what are you going to do for me? What am I going to do for you? But definitely Philly, it's really not part of the scene as Mm -hmm. much. It's much more laid back. Philly's not an expensive city. It's pretty like affordable. So people are just happy to like meet up and there's a lot of Irish bars. Like it's a very big like Irish bar culture. So people will just go to have fun, sing karaoke. Like I've met lots of guys doing karaoke at like Irish bars on a Wednesday night. And it's really I love McGillan's. I'm so glad you took me there. there. Yeah, that was a great night. So yeah, you've experienced it. Everybody should go there. It's really fun. It's a time. Yeah. I mean, that's like a perfect example. There's, you know, there was an Irish bar right by my apartment that I lived at in Center City that I went like, I basically was like, cheers. I lived there and I knew every single person who worked there. (laughs) I went on a a date with one of them, uh, which didn't work out. (laughs) But like, you know, it's it's just much more of like a friendly feeling like people do want to become your friend. They don't necessarily want anything from you. They just want a good time. And that's like, you know, for the most part, I mean, there is like Philly is known a little bit for having an edge, like a little bit of an aggressive edge, especially with sports. But, you know, everyone, it's like friendly. <laughs> At the Eagles games, I would say. Yeah. especially. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true. But, you know, even watching a game at a random bar, like you're going to meet people and they're, you're going to get heckled if you're not an Eagles fan, but you'll still have a good time. 
I'm I'm wondering if the East Coast is more forward than the West Coast or vice versa. I don't really know. I mean, I, I wonder I wonder what you guys think about that cuz yeah, do you think who do you think would be more willing to just like go for it and be strong and wrong, you know, and ask people out? Ooh, I I have a feeling it's going to be at the West Coast, so. but you guys let me know if I'm wrong. Ashley, oh, I think no, you're I don't want to be the tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard question because I feel like Overall, mm-hmm. because of the hookup culture that I feel like I most more so find in Philly, it's Philly, but like the guys that I've met in LA that have liked me are definitely way more aggressive than Philly guys. Like Alexa and I, we went out one night and we met this group of guys and they like invited us to the, <laughs> they oh, invited God, us yeah. to their to their table <laughs> and for bottle service at some some club in West Hollywood. It was a Harlow, and then yeah. Yeah, <laughs> one of them got upset because Alexa made a comment at him, and it hurt his ego a little bit. And oh, it was so bad. And I did. I <laughs> meant no. I what did you say? I, okay. Well, you have to understand that um, I, you know, grew up in a theater background, so I'm like totally cool. I, this is a compliment, depending. I mean, what you know? It, <laughs> I do those compliments too sometimes. Doesn't usually work out. <laughs> I was like, oh, like, if you're not into me, it's okay. Like, if you're into guys, it's cool. Oh, no. he got (laughs) so offended. And I just, it was just a statement. I I couldn't care less if he was one or the other. Like, go him. And he got really offended. And he got very, like, he tried to, like, you know, really flex his muscles. And he was like, I'm not gay. And he got really mad about it. And and for the rest of the night, he tried to prove to me that he was straight. And and it just totally did the opposite, I think, of what he wanted. Came on very, very, very <laughs> strong. And they followed us around the bar the whole night. And then they took us out for burgers to the place. Actually, no, they didn't really take us. Like we announced we were going and they kind of just like decided to join and then paid yeah. for all of our food. And then yeah, he paid for our food mm-hmm. and then got real upset when me and Alexa went home <laughs> alone without them. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we literally went home and he just the look on his face. He was so indignant, so mad. He had paid for all this food and that he'd been all like, I guess, manly all night and we still weren't into it. And it's like so much effort. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was so unfortunate. because I, I really meant nothing by it. But <laughs> and then one of them like saw me on like hinge or something like months later and like kept following up with me for almost six months like trying to take me on dates and I feel like that's Uh an LA guy when they like you like they're just very like aggressive in your face like following you around like they won't let it go yeah they they don't take no for an answer and I I think it's this weird like ego they have or I don't know I feel like the guys are just like all right or you know they might fight a little but I feel like you know they'd respect maybe yeah, that definitely does not. That's not as much of a thing. And at least in my experience, or you know, in Philly, it just maybe occasionally, but I've never had a like a situation where somebody had followed me around all night to try to prove themselves to me. I feel like sometimes in Philly it can be confusing because people people sometimes are not that like they don't come on strong, and then you're not sure what they want from mm-hmm. you. So it's kind of like the opposite. Like instead of knowing exactly what they want from you, and they're they're very like aggressive and showing it and you know, trying to flaunt what they, what they can offer you. Sometimes in Philly, it's like kind of confusing what the other person wants. And if you're, it's, it's like really a date or if it's not, or like what they're trying to get out of the situation. Like I I met this guy at a bar and he asked me to go to dinner with him. So I was like, okay, clearly that's a date, right? Like it's, I met you at a bar and you want to go to dinner with me. So we did go to dinner 
at this like really nice restaurant in Center City. And we had a great conversation. We talked for like a couple hours and, you know, about like the fire festival. And he had like one of those credit cards that was like part of the scam originally and all that stuff. So we talked about that and it was like fun and casual and, and cool. And at the end, he was like, okay, well, you know, like have a good night. You know, I'll text you. I had fun. I was like, yeah, me too. So I went home and I literally never heard from him after that. I was like, what? Like, why did he say that he had a good time? Now I'm confused. Like, was this the date or was it not? And then I saw him, of course, because it's Philly, at a nightclub, like an after hours nightclub called Voyeur, which Ashley and I have spent many a night. So I was there one night and I saw him. It was probably with Ashley, honestly. I saw him and we made eye contact. I was there. You were there. Of course you're there. And we made eye contact and I was pissed because I was like, you know, I don't really expect anything from this guy. I met him one time. We had a good conversation and that's it. So like, whatever. But the fact that he said, you know, he was going to tell whatever. So I was just like, you know, I'm not having this. And we made eye contact. He came over to me and he was like, oh, so like, do you want to hang out or like maybe go home with me? And I was like, what? Like, what do you want from me? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand. If, like, just be clear. Like, I, it, right, Ashley, am I making it up? Like, it was really yeah, weird. I think it- that makes a hundred percent like sense because I feel like I've been in these situations like so, so many times. And I think, I think it, again, it just like keeps going back to like it being such a hookup culture. I think people just don't know how to communicate because of that. And mm-hmm. it's like, people are too scared to like show their feelings there. And it gets confusing because there, there are so many guy like male friends and female friends. And I don't know, like the lines get like, blurred for a lack of better term but and I'm I've definitely been really scared to like show my feelings for people and then I think they've been too scared and then like emotions get crazy yeah. and then all of a sudden things blow up or at least I feel like that's the the recipe for any person I've liked <laughs> in Philadelphia where they start dating someone else <laughs> which is normally <laughs> what happens but I feel like yeah I feel like yeah. as we're talking I just keep having like all these very memorable west coast male experiences whereas Philly they all kind of just like like I've had some fun nights but they all kind of just yeah. like blend together fun you had some fun nights in Philly well <laughs> that's not what I meant with men well, <laughs> like so okay so for example but so for example, or boys, I guess I should say, but right. <laughs> when I first moved to LA, like I didn't know really anyone. And I went out one night and met these like group of guys. And this one guy was like pretty nice. And he's like, let's exchange numbers. We should hang out. And I had just moved here. So like silly me thinking, oh, he actually wants to be my friend. Thought it was a good idea. <laughs> so I, he texts me one day to come meet up and go out with him and his friends in Costa Mesa area, which is in Orange County. I Uber there. So again, I'm spending like from Long Beach, which is like not a cheap Uber. And I get there, I show up. There's one friend there who immediately leaves. <laughs> so I quickly realize this is this is not a friend hangout. This is like a date, a, tra- a date trap that a I was trap. like trapped on. And I was like, well, I just paid 75 bucks or whatever to get here. I'm not spending another 75 to go home. So I guess I'll just make the most of 
of this experience but yeah basically yeah so he took me out to like we like bar hopped to like a few places and he paid for everything and then we went to some club and some other guy invited me to his table and I just took that as my out and I was like I feel like a jerk but I'm, I need to get out of and I just like completely ditched him for this like DJ booth <laughs> and then just like Ubered home after oh, that God. I never spoke to him again but I was like you deserve that sir I should have known after that how all these guys would be and that was like the first of many dates that I would accidentally go on coffee dates that I thought were like it's coffee like this can't be a date and so I'm like showing up like sweaty and workout clothes like no he thinks it's a date I know and now I think that like anytime a guy wants to hang out it's like a date I feel like I'm scarred for the rest of my oh, life oh god yeah Ugh. I have had experiences even at at McGillan's where I've met somebody and they want something to happen and I said no and they got mad but then they just get mad and then they'll walk away and they'll find somebody else. I feel like in New York and LA, if you spend all the effort going to a bar, you meet someone you like, that you find out that they're maybe not so far from where you live and it's a potential possibility, then they want to invest a lot in that because there aren't that many other options. That's a good point. Whereas Philly, it's like there are a ton of other options in the room. Mm -hmm. You can just go meet somebody else. That actually has happened to me. This guy from New York was visiting Philly on Halloween and I met, I was talking to him like a lot of the night. He was like, oh, can I come home with you? I'm visiting. I said, no. And he got super mad. He was like, well, I spent all night talking to you. So you like, basically like I owed him something because it was too late for him to find somebody else. I was like, you know, it's not too late. Like bars in Philly close a little bit earlier than New York and I think LA too, but it's like bars normally close around 2 a.m. You could still find somebody else. Also, fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is not fly in Philly. Like, I, I'm oh not going to take that bullshit. Like, people don't do that in Philly. So, like, you're from New York, so I guess you don't get it. But like, fuck off. Sorry, is there cursing a lot on the podcast? At least heated right now. Angry. You could easily be like, okay, like you didn't work, but I have like my three other people that I can text you up and easily Uber $5 to their house. Whereas like, again, in LA, like unless you have that person in your area, like I'm not spending, I kid you not, $200 on an Uber to your house at like three o'clock in the morning because I probably went to someone's house party after hours. I also feel like in LA, there's like... uh you dress up a lot to go out. And obviously that's, that's true with like all different places for me. Like I think, yeah, just a lot of like stilettos and a lot of just really, really fancy outfits. And, um, yeah. And and you're also, there's like this pressure. You're like, Oh, I already wore this last weekend. And yeah, I have like, like, you know, two or three outfits that I wear out, but I feel like, like I've met people in LA who just like, they have a whole kind of section of their wardrobe. That's just like dedicated to, like nicer outfits that they go out in. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's it's just parts of LA. And I feel like that plays into the, the type of guys you attract out here too, because I've I've found that like there's definitely some guys that are looking for the very like stereotypical quintessential LA girl that, you know, has all the work done. She's like constantly put together and like dressed up, which is very much not me. So like some guys that maybe I would like (laughs) normally go for um, from like a looks perspective, it's just like not even going to happen because like I don't look the certain like LA look, but some guys like like the Philly grunge look (laughs) that I still have (laughs) out here. Yeah, I love it. No. Yeah, I feel like that's not as much of a thing going out in Philly. Like your outfit doesn't really necessarily determine like what guys are interested in you. I mean, I feel like I've like my friends and I will go out and yeah, like sneakers and jeans and be talking to like as many guys as the girls who are 
dressed up like with a nice dress and high heels. They don't discriminate based on outfit, which is great. And I feel like guys don't get dressed up in Philly. Guys wear jeans too and sneakers. Like they're not wearing nice clothes or expensive things. Like Philly can also be kind of like gross sometimes. Like there's, it's it's not like the cleanest city in the world. People are, when they go out to bars, you're going to get stuff spilled on you. You're going to get, it's going to be a time. Right. Right. So you're not going to wear your like a thousand dollar top. If you have that, don't wear it because it's, you know, things get a little wild sometimes. And... <laughs> yeah. All right. So if you had to pick, would you choose a Philly John or an LA E boy? So oh, I know my answer. <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. A Philly John. Definitely. I'm all about it. They're so fun and sweet. I don't know. <laughs> You're just sick of that LA boy. Yeah, I've been here for too long. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to go with Philly John's yes. too. Just because, you know, two for two. I'm a little biased, but yeah. Ashley? I think, I think I'm still biased for my Philly Johns. Oh. I, I'm, I'm three for three. Oh, no. Poor, poor LA boys. I have met some really great LA boys, for the record, through Alexa. You're, some of your friends from the Page program, when you were doing that, were awesome. Like I met a lot of your guy friends, and they were so cool. So I have to say that there are... Those cool LA boys do exist. Well, that's true, and and technically, I am I am dating an LA boy, but he's not really an LA boy. He's, <laughs> he's from the Midwest, so you know I count it as more of a, right. a Philly boy, anyways, in that direction. Well, I will say, out of the guys that I have met and whose company I've actually enjoyed, they have all been East Coast and and Midwest. Yeah, they're like yeah. transplants. I, I'm into the transplants and the Philly boys. <laughs> so for anyone right. listening that's from Philly, if you come to LA, you can shoot your shot and probably succeed. <laughs> hey, there you go. LA boys, you need to step your game up and get off Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yes, please. <laughs> oh, no. And stop trying to prove yourself, apparently. Yeah, you're okay. That. You're worth it. <laughs> at least at least these girls. Uh, so, I mean, again, like I, I would love to hear, you know, other people's perspectives. If anyone thinks anything else that's from a different LA area or also guys could come on the show and see what they think about LA girls. I know um, you could say the LA girls suck and, you know, I'm in that category. No, so <laughs> bring it back at me. <laughs> no, well, you're an Orange County girl, yeah. so that doesn't count. <laughs> Right, exactly. Very different. <laughs> I know. All right. Well, Allie and Alexa, thank you for joining. Thanks for sharing all your perspectives. Yeah, this was so great. Awesome. So in summary, the biggest difference between LA and Philly is LA is more of a relationship city. So the guys there are a little bit more aggressive just because it's really hard to meet people. Given the size of the city, it's harder to get around, a little bit harder to navigate when they meet a girl that they like. They definitely show you that they like you and they're always, you know, kind of looking for something for you just given the nature of the city. Um, Everyone's, you know, trying to make it here. Whereas Philly, it's a smaller city. It's more of a hookup culture, a little bit more laid back and relaxed. So it's also a little bit harder for people to communicate and show their feelings because of that. So that's also a different type of situation to navigate as well. Um, but at the end of the day, if the girls here today had to choose, they're still so leaning towards their Philly guys, their East Coast guys. But we'll see how that continues to evolve throughout the season. 
And next week, we'll dive a little bit deeper into distance and um, city size and how that plays into dating and relationships, as well as drinking and how that plays a factor as well with um, navigating going on dates too. So thanks again for listening and see you next week. I'd like to thank everyone that's helped make this podcast possible, specifically Kayla McNulty that helped create the podcast, Laura Williamson, Ray Zaragoza, The Kid Inside, Allie Bernstein, Maggie DeBaradine, and Lindsay Weiner that all helped contribute in some sort of way. You can find us on Instagram at swipeyswipewest. Send us a DM with any questions, comments, suggestions. Thank you all again for listening. Have a great rest of your week.